Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. I like to bark at people, but not when I'm fucking them. Um, <laughs> I bark at start the show right there on that line. <laughs> I bark at my coworkers sometimes just for fun. <laughs> I bark at dogs. <laughs> I, bark, I, I, I my fucking grandpa barks at my dog. Um, I'm, I'm communicating with them. I'm, I'm talking to them. You know what else mm-hmm. my grandpa does? That's really fucking weird. <laughs> or he used to. He used to eat milk bones. Oh, that's, that's like the little weird. biscuits. <laughs> like the dog treats. Yikes. Grandpa's he's seen some things. My grandpa, yeah. my my grandpa ain't right. That's where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. We're gonna we're gonna introduce you guys. We have got is this is it is three fourths? Is that, we have three fourths of their red hot. This is the uh, the latest greatest tribute here in the Charlotte area. They're a tribute to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they'll be performing here at the Rooster on New Year's Eve. Say hello, guys. Meow. Hey, thanks for having us. Meow. 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 Rough, rough. He's jumping it. Rough, rough. I promise. I'll. Pro- I promise. I'll behave from now on. So we got no, Craig. We got Ty. We got Emily. Uh, what? Is, what is it, uh, Emily? You're, I'm assuming you're the bassist. Yes. Hey, right? what do you guys? Unbelievable bassist. John Frusciante on guitar. Yep, I'll, I'll be Anthony. Um, that's a hell of a fun part. A lot to remember. Holy crap. <laughs> I, I get a lot, a lot of, of fun, yeah, fun lot, outfits, so. Yeah, he's very verbose. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, got, he's got a lot to say, and sometimes it doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's ding a dong A jigga jigga dong digga digga bomb bad. Do you feel silly doing that in practice? Like, does it feel weird? Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know why he would write that. I just... I'm, I get so intrigued at, like, why the hell did he do this, or why did he write that, or what the hell does this mean? Um, so it's really fun to just kind of think about the meaning behind the lyrics and everything. And, like, you know, ding, ding, dong, ding, 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 dong. Um, like, I was assuming... So that, profound. Yeah, I was, I was assuming that maybe um, he's talking about all around the world and he's giving China a shout-out or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's not very politically correct. Possible. But you know, there are other there are other groups that use you know the ding ding dong, yeah. ding 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 ding. I mean, it's all ding ding dongs all over the place. Well, ding, never mind. Words. Jesus, ding, dong, that's everywhere. a real ding ding dongs are all, <laughs> over, the place. all over the place. <laughs> Door open, I just walk right is through it. Your life is like ding dongs all over the place. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you would never be. You, you, I'm you never shocked at what's seen back here. <laughs> No, that the messages you get for me. <laughs> we got a message this week. Somebody tried and said, "Hey, green room girl, <laughs> I want to holler," and left his phone number. Oh yes, he came back here and he was like, "Fuck." <laughs> 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 so little. you should really expand off of that. You could have your own podcast. I could. The green, green room, room girl. girl. Yeah, that, TM. I've seen some things. All you got to do is talk about ding dongs. <laughs> So, uh, what made y'all? I mean, how'd y'all get this going, man? Because I, I, I mean, we know we know Emily because Venus Invictus has been here several times. We yep. love them, love those guys. 
Um, how, how did you guys come into the fold? How did this all get started? Whose idea was this? I mean, I'd say it was Craig over here. Mostly um, my idea. Tyler and I play in a, an original band together. He's our bass player. What's the name um, of that Careless band? Romantic. Yeah, we, got, we brought shirts. Oh, nice. Oh, shirts. <laughs> well, we got to get you guys in here oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I quit my, my real job about a year ago. I'm just, I'm going to make this music thing work one way or another. And seems like Charlotte has a huge market for tributes. Like a lot of people are really into that. <laughs> yes. So yeah. figured we'd jump in. Uh, John Frusciante has been like my biggest Influence. motivator influence forever so it seemed natural and then this guy can play the hell out of a bass but he also can rap pretty good and i was like oh, yeah. i've got a rap album or two yeah oh really <laughs> um uh, under under what name studio gangsters okay um, i mean it was about 10 12 years ago but okay. um but we do have two albums i'm, gonna, um, I'm definitely checking they're they're <laughs> They're they're raunchy and hilarious and um, very beasties. <laughs> you know, we wore uh, track suits, um, the whole deal. Dude. We, we got pretty big in Chapel Hill for a minute. It was okay. it was fun. Is that where you're from? No, no, I'm from right here in Charlotte. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, we're not in Charlotte. No, we're in Um Yeah, um, but yeah, Charlotte area, um, Fort Mill, really. Okay. But um. So you decide. So you've got your own original band. You've you you quit your job. You're dedicated to music. You realize quickly that original music doesn't really pay well. Nothing. So you're like, <laughs> the tributes are doing great. So let's pick the hardest fucking band yep. to, to play. I, I, and I learned, I think that's why there's not an abundance of Chili Peppers tributes out there. It's fucking hard. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's difficult music. Not, not anybody is like super into doing the funk and um, not everybody can. You know, yeah. there's so many metal guys out there. There's so many rock and roll guys out there. And... Um, you know, like even in our original band, I mean, we get funky, we get bluesy, we get kind of everywhere. So, you know, it's just natural for us to be like, why wouldn't we not do this? And how did y'all get <clears throat> Emily into the mix? How did I meet you? Was that through Trevor? Um, yeah, Trevor. We have an original band as well outside yes. of this other original band. We uh, should be hitting the ground running yeah, next that's a, that's year. Yeah, that's a startup. But, that's okay. Um, I got with Trevor to work on some of this indie band stuff, and then uh, we were at practice one day, and they were talking, oh, yeah, we have a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute, blah, 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 and I was like, oh, you need a bass player? Sign me the fuck up. Let's go. And she's already bought the bone suit. I'm, you know, this, I, got, I, got the, bones, I got the skeleton yeah. onesie. I'm about to make some pants that are covered in stuffed animals. But she just has I'm going, that, she, you have that I'm going ape shit. She jumped right in. Going she's <laughs> Buying a new instrument just for this. The I'm, I'm excited. Really, really investing. It's one of the things I respect most about specifically the tribute bands we've had here is the like dedication to to, to tributing yes. the band, like not putting your own spin on it, like being the band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I can, it's I'm not really, yours yeah. to, to handle and make original. It's exactly. It's I, I told him, you know, from the beginning, I'll I'll do whatever it takes, but I'm not gonna put my dick in a sock. <laughs> so it wouldn't fit. That's why we almost let it go. It's true. They don't it. make socks that big. <laughs> Who knows? I might get a nude suit and you know tape a sock to my crotch. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> And uh, who's playing drums for you? Let's shout out your drummer too. So Trevor, that's that's Trevor how we, uh, the other original band. Okay. We got Trevor Wallace. He's just insanity on drums. Uh, he's a metal guy, so 
toning him down for the chili peppers. Yeah, he was Wait, here did... on uh, Friday with Reflect Refine. That's his that's his right. band. So Oh, he played here on Friday? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. they were fantastic. That. I hadn't seen him yet. Oh, okay. Now I'm like, who was yeah. the drummer in that band? I had to yeah, they, yeah, they that guy's fantastic. He's unbelievably talented on every instrument. Dude, he does everything. Yeah, he sings so well. guitar, all of it. He does everything except show up for a podcast. Fucker. <laughs> 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 Shout out to get, Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> Trevor. Paint the drum. <laughs> well, I, I I gotta say I was just thrilled when 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 Emily reached out about you know doing a, a Chili Peppers tribute show, and I, I was struggling to to figure out what to do for New Year's Eve. Last year we had only been open a couple of months. Not a lot of people knew we were here, and I had some friends that that do hip hop promotion and stuff, and we did a hip hop show, and it, the show was great. But the handful of the people that, that came, they just wanted to be at our New Year's Eve party. I don't think they were really into the hip-hop thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we do hip-hops. There's a lot of them. And that, I got, heavy metal and hip-hop are my two favorite types of music to listen to. I, and I'm old-school hip-hop head. So I, that's why I'm going to go check your band out. I want to see what you got there. Brace but, yourself, sir. <laughs> I, I, I'm no, sure I'll okay. enjoy it, but um, but I'm so so I was like, okay, well that didn't really work real well. I, I you know the turnout was just decent, it was okay, but but it didn't seem to be a, a good vibe. So I'm struggling, and I really want to pack this place out for New Year's. So I, I've got I'm looking at my calendar, like you know, a metal show is probably not the best thing to do. I want to get some. You know, we have this great metal community in the Charlotte scene, oh, yeah. and I I didn't want to compete against every other venue in charlotte for a metal show so like let me and then you reached out and i think we we, we put a date in the books for next year for for the tribute but then i came back to emily and was like hey <laughs> what are you doing new year's eve and um and, and and so we made this happen and then i'm like okay well let's get another band in here we're really close with the carolina vibes we love those guys they kind of do like the sky type type music and so I reached out to them, and this felt really fucking weird because one of the things I I, I pride myself on not trying to direct artists. Like I, I try not to tell people what to do. Like it's your show, do what you want, have fun. Let's you know. But we're friends. I'm like, how would you guys feel about doing this with Blonde Set? And they were like, yeah. we would fucking love that. So it was, it worked out perfect. So we've got a Sublime tribute, and we've got the Chili Peppers tribute for New Year's. What more could you ask for? Get your ass down here on New Year's Eve. So, uh, <laughs> and alcohol. Sublime is the reason I started time. playing bass. And, and really? Food, food oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, true food. Yeah, that guy's the king of thunder. Yeah, that, I Eric mean. Wilson. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a huge fan. Like, like, Bradley Noel's passing was probably, like, I don't really get into celebrity worship i think it's kind of silly you know the way people get all you know crazy about celebrities and in, in their lives but when so you're Bra- not a fanboy yeah i'm not really a fanboy <laughs> i mean there's a couple there's a couple out there that i might i might get you a little might nervous i might fanboy yeah. but but uh they're all musicians <laughs> but um but when bradley passed like that one kind of sh- i was like fuck and yeah. they were my favorite band for most of the 90s. Yeah. Fucking love Sublime. They were my favorite oh, yeah. band after he passed. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't even really know who they were. I was young. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was like I discovered them. Aging I was like, oh, this band's awesome. <laughs> look, at, look them up and then realized that he had passed. And it was like, 
Argentina. Yeah, know, the dude, dude had it all, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've watched the documentaries and everything. Like I, I was, you know, I was a super fan of Sublime. And uh, Chili Peppers, I actually have only I've seen them once. Have you Have you all seen them live? I've never. I've seen, seen them three times. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. Last when I saw Chili Peppers last, it was raining so hard. Were you with that one? That was no. like an iconic Charlotte one. Um, good God, it was raining so hard. And I remember you could get away with with um, sitting in the bleachers. You could get away with just like pissing out of the bottom of your shorts. Yes. It was like midsummer. <laughs> so, it was so wet, nobody noticed. Yeah, gross. No bathroom trips. I'm glad I accidentally <laughs> bleached my guy once at a show. I was filling up a kid. This was an outdoor show at Ziggy's. Uh, it was Breaking Benjamin at Three Days Grace. It was like one of those tours. And uh, the, the only, they had like one bathroom outside and the line was so long I couldn't wait. So I, I just filled up my empty beer can and it got too full and the guy in front of me got a leg full of piss and I felt <laughs> 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 so bad. Y'all All right. Damn, I spilled so my beer. All right, let's pass around piss stories. <laughs> this is disgusting. No, let's not do that. The last time the Chili Peppers were here, I wanted to go, but the tickets were so Denied. goddamn expensive. The fuck expensive. are you oh, into, freak? That's a shame. But the one time I did get to see the Chili Peppers was in 1999 at uh, Woodstock in, in Rome, New oh, York. Yeah. So I, drove, I, I drove up there with a couple uh, my cousin and one of our buddies. We drove up for the weekend, and they were actually the very last band to play at Woodstock in 99. And wow. uh, they did the sock thing. Um, oh, it yeah. was yeah, it was it was a pretty epic show, man. They of had everybody. All three days they were the last. Yeah, they were the very last Dang. last one on Sunday. They, they closed the show out. And they had an three hundred thousand people take their shirts off and spin their shirts in there. It was it was pretty pretty wild, man. Wow. It's, it's, Just like a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he was a North Carolina artist. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, but no, they they were an incredible. So it's been over twenty years since I've seen any Chili Peppers live. So I'm really stoked on this show. So I think we do it justice. We we really mm-hmm. rip. We we got a hell of a team together. I've been we, so impressed with every single person in the band. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We do the full dress up and everything, um, mainly from like the Sloan Castle, Slane, excuse me, Slane Castle um, performance. Um, that's kind of an iconic video, but uh, um, yeah, just down to like the Anthony's gloves and you know he's. His shirt was hard to find, and we searched for that. I'll one. bet. I mean, I'm making like fucking pants Reddit covered in stuffed animals. Whoa, whoa! So, oh, you said Emily's going to get the suit. I was going to say because that'd be a little weird if you really went all flea on that. We promoted I'll my head for it. We were down for it. It was up to her, but not 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 a fan of the nudity apparently. I'd have to get like two really big socks oh, and then... yeah. <laughs> so, or sock pasties. Sock pasties. Sock pasties. There, I'm sure there's yeah. a market for that somewhere. All right, somebody look it up. There's got to be a website. <laughs> well, actually, we have enough time there. There is a one of the burlesque dancers makes pasties, so she could probably make you some sock pasties. Damn. I don't know. We're in the right I don't place. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Naked in front of a bunch of people, but uh, you know, I, I'm also gonna need a giant sock for my butt. Um. <laughs> Butt sock. Nude suit. Butt just sock. Put the stuff on the See, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Just duct tapes just the socks. We're sorry. We're sorry we even showed up here. <laughs> no, this is great. This is so great. I mean, it's starting to get a little creepy. We're trying to get convince Emily to get naked, so we maybe we should nude, nude suit. Yeah, nude yeah. Suit. Up, I'm scared. Nude suit. This is how it starts. 
Hey, we're gonna end I can, up in I can the news. Told almost every show to take it off. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we got we got we got a shout out to Mike and Tedya. Tedya is notorious for screaming "Take it off." She when did she that gets, the, one of the on very stage. first nights I went on stage because I was just like super nervous, and she yelled that, and all that nervousness just went out the window. And so she consistently yells it, and if she's not here, somebody yells it. Yeah, it's so. more. It's more like to to relieve the tension. Than it anything does. Else. Get it home really does. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm it, excited about the room. Thank you all so much for having us in the cast, and and um, this is an amazing thing that you have going on here. And appreciate that, I, man. I mean, was this like a, a combo dream? Did you did you decide to do a podcast and a venue at the same time, or did so? It, it took me four or? years to get this place open. From the day I decided I was going to do this and started looking at property to the day we got open, it was exactly four years. Um, during that time, I had a lot of time to, because COVID happened, that's why it took so long. Mm. So I had a lot of time to kind of think <laughs> about what I would do. And then it's, it's, it was actually in my business plan that I presented to the bank that we would have a podcast to promote shows. And the plan was always to get open first and then, then start doing a podcast to promote. But then COVID happened, and um, I I was actually inspired by my daughter doing Zoom classes on online. Oh yeah, like she was you know, she was still in elementary school, she was doing Zoom. So I'm stuck at the house. I, I ended up out of work for a couple of months, but then went back to work. And uh, while I'm at home, I'm watching her do Zoom, and I'm like, we can talk to artists and do a podcast. And you know, the first you know the first season really of episodes then you know we were figuring out like what we were going to do it was more like an interview than it was a conversation you know yeah um like i had put together like some questions that i thought would be interesting questions to ask anybody and we were kind of following that format so after we did like 16 or 17 episodes i started going back and listening to it and then after listening to like four or five episodes in a row i'm like this is the same fucking show this is the same show over and over so after that, I decided to kind of uh, change it up a little bit and just kind of make it more of a conversation, let people talk about whatever comes up. You know, we've had episodes where, we'll, where we've shit on social media. We've had episodes where we're just, you know, being silly the whole time. Like it's, you never know. It's always an extension of whoever we have on the couch, right? So I just kind of let, let the, the energy in the room take the conversation wherever it goes. Yeah, yeah. sure. You're doing great a great idea. job. We both listened to um, a few episodes just before we came on here. And I got entertained enough. I went, th- I went through a few episodes. Like, I'll be listening. Thank you. Thanks. Thank I'll you for that. Listening. Yeah, I, I joke that we have dozens of uh, views. <laughs> dozens <laughs> dozens of, of views. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm grateful for anybody that takes the time. Like, you know, I never thought I was that interesting before. I still don't really think I, think I am. But I don't think I am. Yeah, either. I think that the artist is what makes it interesting because every show is different. Every show is yeah. like we're getting to know somebody. And I'm, I've said it a bunch. I really love telling stories or, li- or hearing stories. Like, that's why I start with, like, how did this come together? Like, I want you and we can even dig deeper. You know, we can talk about, like, with your original band, I mean, how, how did you guys get going in the Charlotte scene? Like, what you, what um, was your first project? Was was the hip-hop thing the first thing you did musically? I, it was the first thing I did musically. Um, and um, let's see. Every episode. Me and my... <laughs> Every fucking episode. Except for the last two. <laughs> me, me and my drummer, um, uh, we were best friends and played together and just everything we did. Um, we both kind of got picked up as a 
uh, rhythm section for Jake Haldenvang. He was on... Um, oh, shit. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I've known Jake since I was like 14. That's I crazy. love Jake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we played with Jake. Yeah, probably since Jake was about 17. He was on American Idol. And, okay. You know, played with him through all that and stuff. And... Um, um, but he took us on some amazing adventures. I mean, like we, we got to open up for Buddy Guy, Jimmy Vaughn, oh, cool. um, some like real fun stuff. I mean, he's opened up for tons of people without me. But, um, and then, just you know, one day it was just like, man, we're just, we're, we just really want to do something original. We, you know, we, we've been playing with Jake for so long. Let's maybe try to just do something. And we we put it together with our other best friend. So I'm like literally in the band with my two best friends. Um, we had a, another guitar player originally, um, for the second album, um, Craig took over and we were, at one point had a six member band, which is, I mean, getting six people, six grown men who aren't getting paid for it in the same room, yeah. um, is damn near impossible, but we did it. We just, um, we just finished an album. Um, it's, uh, a six song EP. Um, we're super proud of it. It'll be coming out soon. And and, that, yeah. and that's called careless, careless romantic, romantic. Yeah, keep, keep an eye out for the new album. Now, Craig, what about you? Like, how how did you get started in, in this scene? Like, well, tell a little bit about your story. Um, I the, so the first two bands I played with, I started playing bass uh, for this band, Prep and Barium. They've been around. Oh, okay. Matt yeah. Holly and those guys. Yeah, I figured yeah. you probably know them. I played bass with them for for a little while. This was years ago. Was um, this uh, pre AJ? I don't know AJ, so it must be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is AJ the drummer currently? No, no, no. I'm talking about AJ from the Headbangers. Oh. Uh, a AJ, well, anyway, I don't, I'm not going to get into that yeah. story. You know I where I'm about to go, but I'm I haven't been in it. that circle yeah, for a little yeah, while. Yeah. Um, but then uh, played with them for a little while, and then uh, the Phantom Friends, who I noticed was just here. Yeah. Um, I played Love with, those uh, guys. guitar for them for a little while as well. Um, and that got me into the playroom up in Charlotte, Eddie Z. Shout out. And there's obviously an abundance of musicians there. And is that the place up in yeah. North Noda? No, that's the playroom. That's that was where. Well, that's where Scars. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like rehearsal spaces, bunch of yeah, bands. Yeah, we in there. we went there and uh, interviewed Scars Remain. Oh, okay. We did yeah, we a did podcast. Did a, yeah, their I did see that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that got me in the playroom, and then that just got me around music every day. I started doing some session work for some of the R and B and hip hop guys in there playing guitar while I sorted out which instrument I wanted to actually pursue, because ADD kept me on drums and bass and guitar for a really long time. But uh, yeah, I started with those two bands, and then this guy just got a text one day. It's like, hey, my name's Tyler. I got a number from so-and-so, and let's play music. And I said, sure, let's do it. So I showed up the first day. He thought he thought that I was expecting to be paid, so that was a little awkward. He was just like, because I, I said, let's get something on the books then. So he, I, I was, he was told like, he was a professional. How, how pro is this guy? <laughs> but we uh, we played music for like five hours, got sufficiently intoxicated together. Hell yeah! After that first night party. After that first night, it was just like, yeah, let's let's do this. This is fun. So that was about two years ago. We've been at least twice a week or so. We're in the room making something together now. Um, shout out to our guys, Matt Stash on the keys. Um, Colton Falls um, is like a modern door singer. Um, uh, Brock Whitfield, um, who's played for countless bands. Um, right now he's um, playing in uh, Foo For You. I'm sure we'll end up playing with them at some point. Yeah. I don't know if you've had Foo For You here, but you should. Not yet. Uh, um, 
And, and Brock's freaking amazing. He's played for so many bands. Um, he got to open up for Bon Jovi one time, uh, 25,000 people. And that's, that's our drummer. He's well. That's pretty. That's, that's cool. impressive. <laughs> and Emily, I, I, I don't want to forget. We, we know Emily, so we forget. Like, she's here, too. We like, can't forget Emily. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about how you got started. I mean, for those who don't know, uh, you know Venus Invictus is a progressive metal band. They've played here several times. I was really, like, I was, once upon a time, I played bass. So I'm always looking, I, I kind of give a little more attention to the bass player when I'm watching bands playing stuff. I like to see what how they're doing it. And the first time they played, I was blown the fuck away with, with Emily's performance. You, I mean... Thank you. What a what a talent. So how did <laughs> that happen? I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so kind of how I got my start. Um, I grew up just surrounded by music. My mom's a musician. She plays piano. She plays cello. She does everything. Um, so I grew up, you know, surrounded by a very musical family. Uh, and I guess around probably like 11 or 12, I just decided one day I'm going to play bass. Nothing prompted it at all. I was just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Uh, so I started taking lessons, just kind of learning the basics. And then after I reached a certain point where I was kind of taken off with it, I started going to Rock University. Oh, okay. Um, I went there for quite a few years. They do these little groups of kids and put them in bands to learn cover songs and perform at the end of a session. Um, and I did that for quite a few years. After that, I started playing with a local band, Death of August, um, love those, yeah, love those love guys. Those yeah. Uh, I was with them for about a year. That kind of got my my. Did they tell you you were too tall and give you walking papers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I played with them for a year. That kind of got me on the scene, kind of in the metal scene. Uh, I ended up breaking my wrist, so I just ultimately was like, I'm "Just gonna take a step back for now." And after I kind of healed up, I started playing with Venus again. Um, more recently, I'm still playing with Venus. Um, I'm in this group. I'm in a cake tribute band, <clears throat> like an original indie project, and I'm also in a local cover band, so I'm very active. Are you just doing music right now? No, I work full-time. Work I'm dying. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> wow. um, Sometimes we ask her to learn a song, and she's like, oh, no, I don't have time this week. I'm, I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> I mean... I, I'm guilty of that, but I also can learn it at practice. <laughs> but you know what? That actually prompts a, a good question. Yeah. Um, you're you, now <clears throat> the catalog that you have to chick to pick from is enormous. There, I mean, there is so much music out there from the Chili Peppers. So, how do you? I mean, are you looking at what their best? Like, are you looking at charts to put your set together? Like, what are you? Or are you just saying? I want to play this song, or I want to play that song. How are you deciding what to put in a set? A little bit of A, a little bit of B. I there were definitely some, some, I don't care if anybody likes this song. I fucking love this song. I'm playing it. We're playing it. There's a couple of those for sure. Um, we haven't, you know, this this New Year's thing, this is going to be our first show. So right. I, I, my goal is to have a bunch of songs known and then just kind of gauge our audience. You know, there's Chili Peppers fans that started with them in the 80s and love that old shit. There's people... 
quite younger than us who like the newer stuff, so we don't want to like totally neglect that side of it, but yeah. um, just I, have a, a whole list ready, and it's just like, there's a bunch of old people here. Let's, let's hit blood sugar sex magic tonight. I had, right. uh, I had somebody ask me. <laughs> I had someone ask me, they were like, are you playing any of the new stuff? I was like, we have none of that shit. Not yet. We, we got some... I mean, I mean, they are a band that has several generations of fans. Yeah. I mean, like, like if, they're, if their album... Uh, collection was in a, a sandwich. We would be the meat, like right in the middle. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, but the other thing we did, setlist.com. You know, I just I went through hundreds of their shows and their set list, and there's like a ton of analytics on that website that tells you like how many times they fleet played each of their songs. So it wasn't necessarily just how popular a song is on Spotify or whatnot, but it's what they yeah, actually if, if they're play. playing this a lot. And then we we don't do really any album versions. Everything we do is taken from a live thing. So yeah. it's like oh, the solos are improvised. Research. It's all Craig. That's commitment to craft <laughs> right? right there. I like it. That's all Craig. I wanted to do that it right, right now. Yeah. I've seen a couple. I've seen two other tri Chili Peppers tribute. I'm not trying to shit talk. It's incredibly hard music, but it's like if I'm gonna do this, like do right. we're gonna do it elite. We're gonna be top notch. Yeah. Now we we have been fortunate to have some of the best tributes. We just had um, Angry Chair in here. Mm. And and I just I tip my cap to that singer. Yeah. He he was so good. Is that um is that Travis? Travis? Yeah, yeah, Travis is awesome. Yeah, he was. I mean, and he was so nice, so pleasant to be around. Just just all around great. Grad, and then of course you know, Todd, he's he's wonderful to yeah, work with. Um, yeah, they they were so. I mean, and he's also in Sugar. That was another one that was like right on point. Um, <clears throat> we we've got a Grateful Dead tribute coming in. In January, I'm looking forward to that. Like, my, my goal is to do one tribute a month at least. There might be months where we'll have a second tribute, but those are the shows that the most people come to. And as much as I, yeah, I, I my goal here is to give opportunity to local musicians. And I want to do as much original as possible. But you guys are still local musicians, and that's what people come to. So that at least once a month, everyone's going to make some money. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's really what it is. Like, like, like those shows are the ones that pay the bills for all of us, right? So I'm trying to do at least one a month, and I'm trying to do one, like, cover band show a month because I don't want to, you know, there's a fucking million cover bands out there. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to get some of the best ones in here and have, like, one cover band show a month. And then hey, the I rest of the... Hey, I cover band for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got another project, Googan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got a cover band and I got a cake tribute band. What's good? I mean, I would love to get a cake tribute. I actually saw cake uh, years ago, man. My son was like nine or ten years old yeah. when I saw them. And they were pretty phenomenal. It, it was in Charlotte. It was uh, it was Halloween. Yeah. I, mean, like we, I remember we all dressed up for uh, in costumes for that show. But they're a great band. Yeah. Um, I don't, and, yeah, and honestly, favorites, yeah, one of, our, one of our favorites as well. Yeah. Yeah, I told Craig, he was like, damn, you need a guitar player? Sign me up. I'll play any instrument. Um, are you going to play Guitar Man? Yeah, I told them we need to. That's my favorite cake song. <laughs> but uh, that's actually, uh, that's a Todd project, actually. He's involved with that, but we're still cooking, still getting things ready to perform. So hopefully we'll. Well, you just let me know when that's ready to go. We'll we'll make that happen too. But but yeah, but but like like I said, you know, tribute shows that you know they're they're money makers. They're, they're they're the ones you know we want to keep doing this. So I've got to get creative and find ways to keep the doors open. So you know, once a month we do that. Once a month we do 
the the cover thing, and then we can have originals you know, all throughout. And then we also, you know, and that's another thing is no one else is doing all the different types of music that we're doing. That's true. You know, like most places yeah. are like punk or metal, or yeah. this is a hip hop club. Or you know, and, yeah. and 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 I love the hip hop show. Like, like I said, I'm a hip hop fan. So you know, those are. Those are fun for me because I don't have to work as hard. Those are almost always a promoter that, that does all yeah. the work for the show. And it's like, here's the door. <laughs> here's the door, buddy. Yeah, just don't get me shot. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, some dude, some dude fucking walked up in the uh, employee door the, the yeah. other night. And I had to, I had to throw him out. Oh, Started lurking her. I turned around. There was some stranger standing at the register. I just... I just grabbed him and, yeah. and threw him my, out. Uh, my sister runs an apartment complex, just totally off story. Um, it's, it's a really nice, you know, fancy apartment complex. Um, and she apparently got called in the other night because some some guy wandered in there and was naked, sitting there playing the piano in the foyer. Same. <laughs> Sounds like a party. I mean... It was Emily. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> she was practicing for, for her flavor. You must have had yeah. your sock on. <laughs> Sorry, I was Damn it, uh, Emily. I was just, you know, enjoying myself. Was he any good at piano? I did ask that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the real question was, or is, was he using his wiener to play the piano? <laughs> you know, just I, rubbed it off. I, just, I really couldn't get the details. I was, I was so intrigued, though. Because <laughs> that's the first thing I would have, I would have, you know, rightfully so she went to, to handle the situation but I probably would have pulled my phone out and recorded Record some of it then, then <laughs> be like you ain't gonna believe this shit <laughs> 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 oh, that's good stuff man <clears throat> but um Okay. <laughs> I can't get the image now of this right. naked dude playing a piano. And it's just just like, but did he use? I'm like, oh my god! Now, now there's that's actually one show I'd like to get here. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> Jesus, Emily, put that thing away. She's slinging it out. Um, Sorry, that's that's one show I would really like to get in here that I haven't. I'd like to get a dueling piano show going here. Oh, oh hell yeah! Like, do you remember? Do you remember a place called Rum Runners? Oh man! Drinking so a few rum runners. No, I'm I'm I don't even remember that. There was one. There was one in Raleigh when I lived in in that area, but they also had one on Independence in Charlotte. It sounds like a Myrtle Beach bar. Well, it was a dueling piano bar, right? So yeah. they would have, and then uh, there was a place uh, at the epicenter in Charlotte called Howl at the Moon that yeah. was yeah, that similar, one. but it was like a full on band. And the the idea was you would uh, you would you know tip them and request a song, and they would play. Anything, right? Just about anything. And if, if they couldn't play the song requested, they would know something by that by that person, or whatever. It's it's a really cool concept. Yeah. It's also like kind of like an jukebox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'd love to get a show like that here, but that's like anyone that's that's on that level. Like, I don't have access to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there was I, there was uh, one guy I spoke with that does uh, he? It's him. He does Elton John, and the guy, another guy does Billy Joel, and they do an Elton John Billy Joel dueling piano show. Oh, that's but they neat. wanted like six thousand dollars. Damn. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna make money on that. So how big is that room? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, if it's something you could put together, uh, it's it's a really cool concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also for the musicians. Yeah, you know, it's it's a big tip night, right? Because like everyone's. That's what was cool about Howl at the Moon is like it was like one of those places where you you didn't go all the time. You like you went for like birthday parties and bachelor parties and shit like that. And you know, I just think it would be a really fun show to do. We just haven't found anybody that does it. You know mm. what I mean? 
Well, we, might know, this, we might know a guy. Yeah. We, we might know somebody that would be interested in that. <laughs> we might know a guy. Well, I, after the show, let's let's talk a little bit about yeah. that because I, I I'd love to bring again. I'm trying to entertain everybody, right? I'm trying to give every you know, whatever you're into. You know, we're, 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 we've learned in the year like what's working and what's not. That's why I'm kind of changing the way I book yep. you know, my calendar and stuff. But anyway, forget about me. Let's talk more about you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, California, 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 California. Oh, that that reminds me. So so you so Emily hits me up and is like, we're doing a Chili Peppers tribute. I'm like, well, what are you going to call it? Oh. <laughs> and you want to take it from there, Emily? <laughs> These motherfuckers. <laughs> This fight you know, over. while we're on the topic, I'm going to throw Trevor under the bus here also, because get fucked, Trevor. Um, <laughs> these motherfuckers, Damn. whose idea was it? Trevor's. It was Trevor's idea. Let's call it the Red Hot Chili Dogs. Best band name I've, I've I was ever like, heard. I was like, if you want any kind of traction, if you want to be professional about this, we got to name it something else. And Trevor wants to be all, you just don't like it because it's my idea. <laughs> Would the chili peppers nah, have been professional about it? I, don't I mean, Red so. Hot Chili Peppers is they not are professional. They are legendary, right, though. Bad. We are just some 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 dudes from Charlotte. We're just some guys. No, we're just you we're know? acting though. So anything we do that's silly, it's not uh, our fault. We're just in character <laughs> being strange. So yeah. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here. Michael could have done a chili dog special that night. I'm that's what I said. Well, okay. <laughs> there is that angle. Michael. Michael was on my side. Michael, when I was talking to him, he's like, "What's the name of your band?" I was like, "Oh, they want to call it the Red." Hot chili dogs, and he was like, Y'all need a different name. I was like, Thank you. And then, next thing you know, all across the country, they're gonna be telling us that. So, they landed on their red hot, which you know is more professional. I suggest Thank you, yeah, Thank you. I suggested Californication, but that's yeah. you know, there's a there's already one, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I mean, that, it is kind of funny how like everything they wrote. For like a couple of albums, was California this, California that? Yeah. That was our like, first name, just California. California. Yeah. It was this California. close. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it. It's nice out there. I've been there a bunch of times. Still not gonna live there. No. Way too expensive. Hell no. I guess when you got Red Hot Chili Peppers money, that part doesn't. That's really the live where we want. <laughs> yeah. I heard Anthony rides his motorcycle everywhere, and in, in all that LA traffic. I mean, it's not a bad way to get around. Everywhere, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, like, get off and walk, you could. (laughs) I think I'd have a driver. I wonder if you can lane split in California, because if you could, that would make a lot of sense. No, I've been told that I need a driver. I think you can. (laughs) That would make a lot of sense. (laughs) I've heard that, too. So, um, (laughs) uh, when we play, is there any particular um, Red Hot Chili Pepper song that you'd like to hear? Man... (laughs) I've actually thought about, I, I, like I said, I don't like to direct bands. I don't like to tell people what to do. But Blood Sugar Sex Magic is a fucking awesome album. Oh, we got old people. It's, it's such like a good album. Oh, well, I'm one of those old people. That is arguably their best album. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I honestly, my favorite song by them is kind of, it's not, I, it was a very successful hit, but Soul to Squeeze is such a good fucking song. It's on the roster. And, and that's, oh, that, that would be the one that I'd want to hear. It's on the roster. You'll be hearing it. on the it. roster yeah. for you. Yeah. Thank you. It's going to be on the set. Later. Oh, we, we started working on that shit like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. well, we, uh, it's just for our you, set Michael. list is an hour, and um, she mentioned you wanted uh, like an hour and a half, so I was like, all right, well, let's add more songs. Well, well the, the goal for this particular show was um, 
Well, we've got, we're going to do the top. All right, so check it out. Here's what's going to happen on our New Year's Eve party. We're going to open the doors at 6, do like a little cocktail hour. Everybody kind of hang out. We'll already have done sound check, everything. And then at 7 o'clock, we're, uh, Viva Techie is bringing in a taco bar. So we're going to have uh, chicken and steak tacos, chips and salsa, maybe some rice and beans. Everybody gets some, some food in their stomach so you can drink a lot. And uh, and then uh, that's going to go be out from <laughs> 7 to 9, and at 9 o'clock is when the show is going to start. So we're going to have what I got is going to go on at 9, and they're going to do an hour, right? So they'll be done at, at about 10. Then there will be a little bit of changeover with the instruments and everything. And then the goal was to have you guys come out and play right up until the countdown for midnight. So, oh, you know, shit. if you're going on around 1030, 10.45. It's like almost the same thing as ending Woodstock. Yeah, 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 and then that's how we get to close out 2023. It's how we get to start 2024. It's going to be a really fun time. And then, if you wanted to, after the countdown, you can jump back in and maybe play a couple more songs, you know, just to kind of keep the party going. But, um, but yeah, that's 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 what to expect at our New Year's Eve party here this year at the Rooster. Tickets are 30 bucks. I think I feel like that's fair for a taco bar, two amazing tribute bands, and, and champagne, champagne toast. Midnight. Yeah. So it's a bargain. I, yeah, I, I agree. And I I'm agree. hosting, right? Yes. You're yes. worth the $30. Right. I'm hosting. Take it I'm off. Hosting. The green room lady. The green room lady. <laughs> that, that night I will probably look like a fucking disco I'm, ball. I'm so. going to make you some, <laughs> some like fan t-shirts. Hey. Hell yeah. <laughs> Add that to the merch. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to have merch? <laughs> We've talked about that. I don't know, like, where do you draw the line of, of exploiting a famous band? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't have a, I don't think, I think t-shirts are fine. Anything yeah. else might be a little, you know, aggressive, but yeah, I don't that's think there's a, what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't I think. I guess it'll say chili dog, so it's not really. <laughs> Except it won't. <laughs> Actually, that's that's your merch idea. Sell chili peppers. I, literally, yeah. that was my idea Sell. when I came up with that. I well, have a chili dog guy. We'll have like fake memorabilia. He just has a fucking chili dog guy on him. I do. Shout go. out Chubbs Famous Chili Burgers. Hell yeah. And his name is Chubbs. Chubbs is Fucking Chubbs. Delicious. I got a Chubb just thinking about it. <laughs> That's the and idea. This is why there's not a stock big enough. This one. <laughs> <laughs> this is, when I first met Emily, I'm like, she's well, she's the same kind of weird I am. As I am. And we were back there talking before they went on. I'm like, yeah. Meaners. What did you say? <laughs> See, I want to I want to really experience Gastonia that night. I think I'm gonna get a hotel. Or maybe just maybe just climb Crowder's Mountain. Bro's gonna bro's gonna Dude, raid Have Airbnb you ever done that before? Have you ever climbed Crowder's? Oh, yeah. oh, a bunch of times. Hey, I live on Crowder's. I live on the field. Love it. Nice. And uh, I'm I'm within walking distance of like some of the trails out there. So yeah, like, we should get together. I would love to. We my my wife uh, my wife and I we will hike from time to time. I like going by myself sometimes. It's fun to go with friends. There's so many different ways to get up to the top of that mountain, and there's two sides of that mountain. Like, you know, there's, there's the Pinnacle Peak and then there's the Tower Peak. So, you know, I, I love it out there. I would you ever climb in the, in the rain or in the um, extreme overcast? I've d- not in overcast, but I did go last year, uh, or no, not last year, it was the year before last, we had a, a snow, a, a real good snowfall. And they, they shut everything down, but because I can walk out my backyard and hop on, I was like, fuck it, I'm going hiking. I want to mm-hmm. see the mountain in the snow. So uh, that was fun because I got to see some turkeys, um, uh, all kind of rabbits. Uh, I saw a fox up at the top. In oh, fact, snap. I saw a fox and it kind of scared the shit out of me because like I, I was I was very you know I was focused like I knew that there would be wildlife out 
and it, it, there was all kinds of tracks in the snow and stuff. But I got up to the top, and I'm just up there soaking it all in. I, I, I made a snow angel at the top of Crowder's Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 42 years old, and it was like, Bucket ah! list. <laughs> yeah. So I do that, and because I'm just kind of fucking off. And then I, I start to, to, to hike back down, and that's when I saw the fox. And he was standing on a rock, kind of looking down at me. I was like, oh, He's like, this shit. motherfucker's out here making snow angels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was probably watching yeah. you the whole time yeah, judging you. Like, what the fuck? Well, that's why I got scared, because I'm like, he definitely saw me before I this saw him. This fucking guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm out here trying to enjoy the nice, yeah. quiet, non-human, and there's one. And there's this motherfucker. <laughs> and it, it was gorgeous, covered in snow. Um, oh, man, all covered in snow, too? Yeah. 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 It was I bet you it was. Yeah. Hey, yo. What? Um... You know the cave? You guys know the cave? Yeah. On Crowder's Mountain? Yeah. Right on the side? Mm -hmm. Um, I was up there with some friends one day, and we come to the cave, and there's a big salt outline, like some kind of voodoo thing going on. Wow. And so we went in the cave, or actually, I wouldn't cross the salt line. Um, (laughs) I wasn't going to do it. So what are you? They went in, and they took a picture um, of what was at the end. There was, literally, there was a dead rooster. Like someone had sacrificed. Don't say that here. Oh, Don't say that here. A rooster. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> well, okay. Wait, wait, it back. Well, hold on a minute. He didn't cross the salt line. So yeah, he I didn't, didn't cross the salt line. But the fact that there's somebody out there, I wonder if that's like. Well, no, that guy I wonder died. If that was... <laughs> Bleep that. <laughs> uh, How long ago was this? No, he didn't really die. I was just kidding. Uh, okay. But um. <laughs> but no, this was on a couple years ago. So they literally came to snuff the rooster. They the snuffed the rooster at, yeah. at the, um, can't say the end of the here. cave on Crowder's Mountain. That's sad. Wow. Don't go over there, Michael. I don't know if it was a meth or psychedelics they were on. <clears throat> I don't know, but they brought salt. They brought salt? Maybe. Was it bath salt? In the movies, those voodoo guys, they always use some kind of paste. I don't know what that is. I've never done the paste. I've done almost every drug, but never the paste. No, me neither. I can't imagine getting that into something like... Oh, it's, um, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. I'm not even going to speak. We went way up the mountain on that yeah. one, if you will. Well, I mean, when we were kids, when we were kids, because I, I grew up out that way, like we would all, we'd all make up stories like that. Like, they, oh, those were the fun stories. Yeah, they, yeah, we would do that. Like, we'd have friends that are, honestly, it was mostly to scare my little brothers. Me and my friends would, you know, make these stories up about what happens on, out on the mountain mm-hmm. just to freak them out. And then we'd take them snipe hunting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of fun with that growing up. <laughs> you know, back when you could pick on your little brother and you know, have some fun with it. Every, we all survived. We're all fine. You know, We're fine. They're they're all doing well. <laughs> We're all fine. But no, I would I would I would like Crowders anytime. But if you really want to experience Gastonia, man, definitely you know, see that's a Sunday, right? So maybe make a weekend of it and if you you know if you want to do Crowders on that that Saturday morning, you know go hike. And then I I can recommend some some places to eat around here. There's a really nice hotel right up the street here. You can check yeah, out the maybe QT we'll even right exchange phone numbers yeah, and like yeah, that, yeah. that weekend we can even hit Crowders. Yeah, we'll maybe. do that. We'll, <laughs> like that. We'll, fuck, let's wrap it up. We'll do that now. I mean, is there anything else you want to share? Um, At this point, we're not even recording this show. We're just fucking <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. We're just chilling. Um, no, just thank you so much for yeah, having us. Really I'm super excited about y'all's venue and and what the concept of what y'all have going on here. I just think it's phenomenal. Um, I'm excited to be a part of it. I mean, we all are. You guys uh, come out to our New Year's show. Uh, just as charismatic and goofy and funky as we are on the podcast is what we're going to be on stage. You're going to make so many dick um, jokes. 
Dick jokes galore. It's worth the thirty dollars <laughs> just for the dick jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say that's about it. Awesome, and then uh, and then check out their original bands too. We got Venus Vignus, Venus Invictus. God damn, I can't talk. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, Careless. I keep wanting to say Careless Whisper. I do too. <laughs> careless Everyone Romantic. I'm does. sorry. Um, it's such a good song. Uh, <laughs> But check these guys out too. I'm guessing you're, you're on Spotify as well and yep. all, wherever people listen. So, uh, again, New Year's Eve right here at the Rooster Baby. Doors open at 6. Uh, get your tickets online. Um, we do expect this show to sell out. Thank you so much all for right, being Rooster. here. Peace Selling and love. Out.